Hello. Hello! Welcome to the Book Club Haters Book Club. A podcast where we discuss the books we love and otherwise. I am one half of your host, Tia. <laughs> I'm the second half, Noor. How's your reading the past month? I've seen, <laughs> I see you've been busy. Uh, plentiful, I would say. I've read uh, today, um, up till today, since we last recorded, 15 books now? Within a span of one month. Uh, less than one month actually. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because you were away. <laughs> I, I I I glimpsed into the future where Tia, I would not see Tia for a while, and I'm just like, what am I doing? What am I gonna do with my life? I read a book. It's <laughs> gonna be the opposite of what I'm gonna do. I mean, like, I have no time to read. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So I've just like, uh, embraced my, what's it called? Book worm. Yeah, bookworminess. <laughs> You ate the bookworm, yeah, and it digested through <laughs> your brain. Basically, yep. So many books. It's it's okay. <laughs> so okay, like last time we recorded was almost four, almost weeks ago, right? Y- yeah. Um, and you read fifteen books. Yeah, I know. How many books were you like? What was the fastest you went through? I would say like two and a half books a day Ugh. for like three days consecutively, which is nuts. <laughs> Did you not go out then? I, I didn't. Oh my god! Because usually, okay, outside of work and uh, my boyfriend, you're the person that I see, uh-huh. and you weren't there. Oh no! <laughs> what do I do with my time, Tia? What's gonna happen to you? <laughs> exactly. I'm so worried. <laughs> You'll just see all my updates on Goodreads. That's it. Yeah. You know. That's I it. I saw like I saw um I went to Tokyo. Right. And then I saw you were updating like two. Within yeah. a day Yeah that's it and I was like What is she doing <laughs> I'm so concerned I was so concerned I, That's my future Yeah Did you Was there any books That really really stood out for you I, We're not gonna talk about All the 15 books obviously Oh my god Yeah Tell um, me one book That really really stood out A book that you so, I just found out That you don't like yeah. <laughs> It's the Lady Sherlock series By Sherry Thomas Okay Um that I, I, I recently texted you right about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you'd like this because it has uh, Veronica Speedwell vibes. And you were like, no, I hate it. <laughs> I hated it, yeah. I cannot believe it. I'm just, it's, I think... I got, okay, the, I got that book for free uh-huh. from my friend who worked at um, Penguin Random House. Oh, wow. And then um, I tried reading it and I couldn't... I really, really couldn't go through it because I think I read like the first three chapters hmm. and... Her character was just there was nothing appealing, but to me in the first three chapters, I think it was her sister oh. trying to describe her. Then her sister sucked. <laughs> yeah, her sister is a bit of um, kind of one dimensional at first because she's mm. she was raised to be that way within one dimensional to be that way like, as in like to strive towards oh. to oh what yes oh. So keep going I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I'm responding to you as in oh um. By their parents to be like the perfect lady, you know, uh-huh. you gotta snare a husband. If you wanna snare a husband, you gotta be this way. Mm. So it's like that. And then her sister, Charlotte Holmes, um, isn't like that. And it's just like, she's like, oh, she's so odd, but I admire her, and but mm. she's still really odd. It's, yeah, it's like that loud. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess the narrative just didn't pull me in. For me, like, if I a book agree. isn't good, the first few chapters, it's so hard for me to commit to it. Are you okay? It's it's really hot in here. Yeah, you can why. take off your sweater, I think. No, it's okay. Um, but I I reread the first half of it today mm. and then I read some of the Veronica Speedwell mm-hmm. books. Um just flipped through. They were kind of similarly written. That, okay. But the main difference I think is the split point of views. Which makes it kind of really confusing. Oh yeah, split views are always confusing. To yeah, me. like I read so many books that are like that, but where like one paragraph is this character, and then another paragraph oh, is just that. like another character, and you're like, yeah. you gotta keep up. So there's this book that I kind of like, um, called Sophia and the Utopia Machine, mm. which is a Singaporean lit YA, mm-hmm. um, and I've been taught when it comes to writing that don't try to move into another character's perspective. While it's under this person's perspective Like for instance with this book um, 
Sophia is narrating that whole par- uh, that whole chapter, chapter. Mm. and then suddenly her boyfriend is narrating out of nowhere, like his yeah. point of view, which is really odd to me because as a writer slash avid reader, yeah, I I can't go into your frame of mind. Legit, that <laughs> I I it took me some time to get used to that. Uh-huh. But it's it's prevalent in romance novels mm. and especially in um, sometimes it's done well in romance novels and it's done mostly terribly um, by in the Malay romance mm. novels <laughs> and uh, that always like that's my a big gripe for me right but yeah yeah sometimes it just really takes you out you're like wait I gotta switch gears. Yeah. 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 Because usually, kind when that happens, like for, for instance, Sophia and the Utopia Machine, mm-hmm. that happens within that one chapter. But it's just like one paragraph, one small paragraph that, yeah. that sudden shift. Because I think that's really bad writing. <laughs> I do agree. Because you're changing perspective when it's not meant to be mm, changed. Because right. those chapters are already divided into different four different characters, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're putting what could be a chapter with just one paragraph. Into this chapter where Sophia is narrating, yeah. it's just really odd to me, because that's the whole point of chapters being from different perspectives, right? Yeah, because they're supposed to give a more nuanced. Uh, I do agree. Storytelling, and sometimes it drops the um, tension it as drops well. The beat. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I think you're right. It really does drop tension because there's tension, and then suddenly you're seeing this other person perspective and then you're going back to the tension right yeah. yeah but i think that um sherry thomas re- does this well okay towards especially towards the end of the book where like it gets um towards the climax mm-hmm. and you're just like oh my god what's gonna happen what's gonna happen what, what are they thinking what are they thinking mm-hmm. and then like you kind of switch between people's thoughts mm-hmm. and you're like oh oh okay so this one's thinking about this so and you're also like piecing the clues together because it's a case um and I think she does that really, really well. And she holds the tension. And like, you, you're you like riveted to it. Or I am riveted towards okay. the page. Yeah, I was not riveted. <laughs> yeah, she I was. gave the book away. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I guess I was years too late for to be the recipient of that yeah. book. <laughs> no, um, what how We gave the book to the Pusat. Did you? What's it called? The... Um, the juvie. juvenile, yeah, the juvenile area center, center, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I told you to have a look at the box. You did, and then you just. Oh no! You, yeah, you it didn't really, it. really, yeah. you know, appeal to me at that time. It only mm. appealed to me now, and I think um, you said that uh, Sherlock Holmes retellings bore you, yeah, like fairy tale sh- retellings. Yeah, because I think. Uh, I don't know. So I've read a lot of the Sherlock Holmes stories. Mm-hmm. There are some that are good, some are bad. And yeah, I just have very mixed feelings about it. Okay. Because it's, yeah, like I said, some are good, some are bad. And for me to read a retelling of something that I feel is slightly mediocre. Right. Which is mm. a very controversial opinion if I'm talking to a white guy. <laughs> um, I just, I don't think that's a pull to begin with mm, because that's mm. what it is right it's a retelling of the Sherlock Holmes series yeah it is yeah. just like uh, a gender bender I would say a gender bender yeah love it um, but I think the difference for me is that I don't read the Sherlock Holmes books yeah. I've never read them but I am uh, an avid follower of the of all adaptations I would say right okay. yeah so I'm just always, always interested to see what people's spins are on this character and that's yeah. what i really care about yeah i, I, I guess yeah <laughs> no 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 attachments that's why i guess yeah i mean i think if i wasn't attached either that the that first three chapters were just not doing it for mm. me mm. Yeah. fair enough yeah. yeah i mean that's it with me a lot like um if i want to read something the first few chapters need to pull me in that's true yeah how's your reading um, I'm reading a book about gin. <laughs> yes! Um, so I'm reading this uh, short story book called mm-hmm. The Gin Falls in Love nice. and Other Stories. Nice. And they are short stories written from a variety of cultures, mm. not just from Muslim, Middle Eastern, Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, because the book believes that in every culture there is a form of gins. Yes. Yeah. Like, Father Christmas can be gin. Yeah, I totally basically. believe that, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you do. Um, so, some of the stories are really good, but most of them... No, some of the stories are 
meh. Okay. But most of them are really, really good. There's this one really good one where um, there's a surveillance team in the US mm-hmm. and they're looking at a, f- a small neighborhood in Iraq, I think, being basically they're being watched because one of the uh, one of the houses is owned by an Al Qaeda member, I think. Okay. So they're watching this neighborhood. They give like nicknames to these people. Yeah. And there's this one family. Um, suddenly, like the youngest girl goes missing, and then while they're surve- su- doing their surveillance, suddenly like this really fast movement is coming Ooh. towards the neighborhood. Right. It turns out it's the girl, and then as oh, the oh. story progresses, oh, she looks into the camera. Oh! Directly <laughs> at them. Oh, that's kind of creepy as hell. Her eyes were flame. Oh Basically, my god. Yeah, yeah, and then at one point, um, she visits them. One of them. Oh fuck, that's in so America. scary. The story was so good. I'm and, like, so scared. I was reading that book at night, no! alone in a hotel oh, room. God! But it's it's yeah, like that story really really stood out to me. I haven't finished it. I'm taking my time with it hmm. um, because I don't really have a lot of time right now. But I really liked it. Yeah, if you wanna. That sounds terrifying. Um, yeah. Some of the stories were that story was really really terrifying to me, and it's so well written. And like I said, like I'm not a big fan of short stories. Yeah. But um, the short stories in this one, just really really, they're really well edited, well written, very thrilling. Yeah. You keep saying you you don't read short stories, but I feel like you keep I can't yeah I know them. because right um sometimes there are some stuff in short stories that are just really appealing. It's well written blurbs. Yeah, yeah yeah basically I'm a sucker for well written blurbs. <laughs> What's this one? Like, one of the five? Is this one? Okay, I'm reading. I'm no. I'm looking at, like, a, a book called Love, Lies, and Indomie. The blurb is, like, one of five Indonesian authors to read now. That's yeah, not a very so, good blurb, um, That's honestly. another book I want to talk to you about. <laughs> um, the book is called Love, Lies, and Indomie by Nouril Basri, which is the first book I've read this year written exclusively by a man. <laughs> that's same. not a short story. <laughs> I haven't read a book by a man this yeah. year. <laughs> I, I didn't realize I was yeah, doing same. that. Yeah, same. So... This book is really interesting. The main character is Ratu. Mm-hmm. She's fat and she is searching for romance. Nice. And what happened was she crawled through Facebook while she's at work looking for someone to date. Relatable. And one day, this <laughs> really? <laughs> you go on Facebook? I used to. <laughs> right. No, that's true. Um, and then one day, this guy called Hans um, answered her uh, message and say, let's go out for dinner. Ooh. Turns out, this guy is trying to choke her, what choke money out of her. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, eventually, um, Ratu found out that he was hired by the embassy that she's working at. She works at a Korean fuck? embassy. Uh, like, which is after their date. And then she started making fun of him throughout the whole thing because she's like um, at one point when they went their separate ways after the first date he called her a fatso uh-huh. and it really got to her and then yeah. um, so she found out that he's working for them because he has a driver she spent a lot of her time mocking him that time and then one day her mom told her come back to um, Bogor which is where she lived which right. is like outside of Jakarta and um, he hi- she hired her, him oh. to be her boyfriend oh you love this. <gasps> thing dating? Yeah. That's you, my thing. But the thing is, Hans is a complete piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> Throughout the whole thing, he's a piece of shit. And Throughout the whole book? Yes. And, no. Um, she, like, spoiler. Oh, right. She eventually <laughs> breaks up with him. They were oh. dating for two years because he was not two committed. Years. Yeah. Holy there hell. was no sense of commitment. He was not going to change. He ke- kept asking for money from her. And, um... And then there was an introduction of another person. Um, so it's kind of like this. Yeah, will they, won't they? Okay, but it's like a, a love triangle. But wait, she breaks up with him, so it's not a love triangle. So, it, so what, what happened? Oh, Hans but. still appears in her life predominantly. Because oh. Hans got married because oh. she he got someone impregnated. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So and then like throughout the whole arc of the book is... Will Ratu get back with hands for good and get married and stuff? And I gave this book a 3.5 because on the one hand, I think the story is very good. Mm-hmm. But the writing kind of bothers me a bit. Why? And I had to do a lot of self-reflection while I was reading this. Because, right, it kind of felt like I was 
reading someone talking in Malay translated to English. Mm. Which is what it is. Which is what the book actually is. I really wanted to talk about that too in yeah. the in our um, genre talk today for diverse oh, books. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. The Maybe we should move on to genre talk then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Genre Talk, where we're talking about diverse books today. <laughs> it's not really a genre, but it's a category, why I guess. Did you, why did you pick this? Because, um, uh, I think I've, I keep mentioning that I, I want to read more diversely. Right. So, I thought, why not talk about why diverse books are important and what are diverse books, okay. anyway? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Love, Lies, and Indomie again. <laughs> right. The language. Yeah. Yeah, the clunky so, language. I have... A majority of my life, I have read books written by people living in the Western Euro-American world. Same. Yeah. So every time I try reading um, East Asian literature, it's very different. Like Japanese is very... I think Japanese lit, which I read a lot of Mm -hmm. for some reason, even though I have very little interest in Japan. Um, Japanese lit... The way they are writing, it has a very soft beat to it, mm. which I really find very endearing and very calming. They have like this, this like uh, a, a genre of mm. drama, like mm-hmm. a TV drama. It's called a human drama, oh. where it's like the little, the little moments in life, and it feels yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like in every every single thing is important. Yes, yeah, in a way. And I really love that about Japanese. Life. Same, yeah. same. I love that. Like um, a lot of. Be- I remember talking to this about with about it with my friend. My friend said, "You know, Japanese lit it's kind of boring, <gasps> and that's what it is. It is boring, but the, the because it's about it, the small things. Yeah, but we read like for me, I read so many things where it's about big things, yeah. like about world ending and stuff like that. But with Japanese lit, it has this very calming effect yeah. in that it's the it's every about, day, the mundane. Yeah, but it's like the mundane is like the most vital part of." who you are like yes. ev- you do mundane things every day that doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything and they're always really maybe it's a translation the translation is always done very very well oh that's amazing yeah. i think i've uh i don't find that the case with mm-hmm. i think if you read um chinese lit i'm not mm-hmm. sure which region but they are usually there's a certain style as well but i think that's well done as well but right. if you read Korean lit that's a bit clunky I would say how how clunk what do you mean by clunky I think because um you know how like um Japan and how you know how we say abang as for like big brother right. like they have their version of yep. that too but if it's in um I realized that if it's translated from Chinese they say like the Chinese word for brother and just like trans transcribe what is it called trans they spell out the the word in like rom- romanized, right. but if it's in if it's a Korean book translated into English, they say "Oh, brother," and it's and right. it's like it feels it, very weird for you. Right? Yeah, it's like this mm. isn't natural. Yeah, um, yeah, but that doesn't really bother me as much because we do it too because we call it in our language called abang, right? Yeah, or kaka. Yeah, I don't really say. I wouldn't say that. I guess I don't really read Malay mm. translated to English books. That's true, yeah. This is like, I don't know, this is probably, with Love, Lies, and Indo Me, it's probably my second Indonesian book that I've, no, third, that I've read that's mm-hmm. translated. And the one before, I don't want, I can't remember, I don't even remember the name of it, but I just didn't like it at all. It was just... Wait, was this the Ekakur? Yeah, Ekakunya one's book, which yeah. is... Um, I hope he's not offended by this, but yeah. Um, I don't think he's, he listens to that. He doesn't, but I also know him. Oh, oh yeah. you do? <laughs> what yeah, the I hell? Do. So um, I just did, really didn't like it at all because I think it's very trivial. It's not good storytelling. Mm. But with Love, Lies, and Indumi, I think it's good storytelling with a very strong emphasis on how the culture storytells. Mm. Um, at some point, I feel like I was kind of like watching an Indonesia rom-com. I love that. Which I used to do a lot. Yeah. I actually really like that. Yeah. Like when things reflect, uh, when the storytelling actually reflects other mediums of yeah. storytelling. Yeah. But I think like, um, I-, I don't know if other people will be bothered by it because I think you should give it 
read to see what I mean and how strong the cultural mm-hmm. storytelling is in this book. Yeah. Because sometimes I felt like I was reading a blog. Oh. <laughs> but not not a bad really. blog. No, you know, the it, blogs it that you were blog. like you kind of like binge on because I because used to do that. She would like he would type he he when over oh. something. Like she's a very cheeky person. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of diverse books, this book also touched on fatness. Oh, nice. Which I think... Well, obviously. The cover is great, by the way. The cover is, yeah, the cover is really nice. Um, I had a lot of difficulty, like, every time she mentioned her fatness, I kind of have to step back and think about it. Because this book, in terms of the gender Mm -hmm. thing, because he's a man writing a woman. Right. There are some bits that are kind of obvious that this is not a woke man. Okay. (laughs) In that she would call someone slut. (gasps) But the thing is, right, if you're a fat person, there are very few instances where you actually call other people slut. Oh. Because you know what body shaming is. Mm. You see? But with her, she is 70-something kilos at first. Uh-huh. And then she got in a relationship with Hans. And when she got into a relationship with Hans, she lost around 10 to 20 kilos of her weight, which bothered me a lot. Yeah, okay. Because it's kind of saying that I need to be validated in order for me to feel real. Right. Quote, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, That's kind of gross. Yeah, I felt it was kind of gross. And then the whole time when she was 50-something kilos, which is not f- oh, obese or whatever, right? I'm 50-something kilos. Exactly. And you don't look like you're overweight or anything. Like yeah. That. Yeah. But the whole time she was 50-something kilos, she keeps saying that she's fat. Mm. And then the whole time I was reading, I was like, I'm a bit bothered by this because I don't think this person understands what... That's it's a very, it's a anymore. very male. It is a very male gazy way of looking at a woman's body mm-hmm. and how she should, she should think of her body. Wait, let me touch on that. Uh, okay, <laughs> but here's the thing, right? If you're fat and you've lost weight, your mind is constantly thinking that you're fat. Right. And this has happened to me before. I've lost twenty kilos in my life before, and I look like I've looked at pictures recently. I was like, I look really thin. Okay. But the thing is that that fatness idea never left my mind at all because mm-hmm. I was constantly thinking I need to keep losing weight right because I spent my whole life having people telling me that I'm fat right as if it's a gross thing right now the male gazy thing <laughs> at one point uh-huh a guy tells her she's ranting to someone saying that I'm fat and the guy says no you're not you're curvy as if you can't be both that's the male gaze thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's it like they don't it, it's it's hard being a woman, isn't it? <laughs> it's like the, you um the male gaze like it wants women to be ashamed, but also like not be ashamed if you're like a certain type of thing. I don't mm. know. It's so difficult to explain. Yeah, because the whole time yeah. I was justifying. Yes, she still have fatness in her mind until we. I came across that whole curvy thing. I'm like, bitch. This is a very male gazey book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like. I don't... Why? Why do you need to do that? I don't know. Because like, um, I was kind of bothered about reading this book at first because it's a man writing a woman. And yeah. I kind of don't trust it. I think that's why I don't read men anymore. Yeah, but I did I did like this book. And yeah, I, I think you should just have a read. Okay. And have a think. <laughs> uh, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Something I want to bring up as well is um, if you're in a... In a uh, book that is that has a white m- main character, and they're like POC, or if the hero is a is a white is a white man, and then the heroine is a POC, mm. the the heroine is used as a prop for like the white man to learn about the culture. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, and I'm just like, mm. so she's just there for you to learn, but. Where is the... I don't know. I hate when POC have to explain their culture. You know, um, I used to write for a website called um, Feminspire. Uh So one of the reasons why the website started tanking down was because it was predominantly written by white women. And there was like only a handful of people of color, Mm. women of color in the group. And then um, at that time, when the first controversy hit the website, um, which was when someone was basically just tuggering, saying that um, you need more women of color. Right. Um, I didn't really understand that whole concept of, you know, having to explain yourself. Yeah. Like having, 
having the the need to understand what women of color have to go through. Yeah. Um, because the feminism that I was taught or white feminism. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember once someone was asking, um, someone was saying, why do these people keep bashing us, keep attacking us, keep attacking the website? Right. When all I want to do is understand. Okay. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? All the, these people are like, we've tried explaining things to you, but you're not listening. Yeah. And now you're asking why why we won't explain things to you. It's because you weren't listening in the first place. Yeah, it, yeah. it's so much work on our effort as like women of color yeah. to have to explain for them to understand. And instead of them just like, reaching out and like doing their own damn yeah. research or something you know this feels really close to home particularly right now with the sharia penal code uh, yeah. controversy yeah in that if you have friends who are not from brunei they're probably going to approach you and ask you what the hell's happening and it's like accusing all these things that are not true for some reason someone's under the impression that there's genocide happening in this yeah. country <laughs> i think i would know if there's genocide happening in this country uh, so far we're not dead yet <laughs> yeah yeah i know like um we're friends with a lot of queer people <laughs> nobody's dead um but right yeah i kind of understand what you mean when it comes to the books right like, this. like i personally have not read things like this i think there's more prevalent in the romance genre. i told yeah I, yeah it is it is because there's the for some reason i, I don't know um I, I once brought this up to you for interracial relationships uh, mm-hmm. romance and you said well there are lots of interracials like in the population mm-hmm. interracial relationships in the population I'm like, yeah that's true but then I guess what bothered me I didn't really understand it then mm-hmm. but now I do is that um, usually the man is white the woman is a POC yes. and her and, and like she, he's like a blank slate and he's just like in wonder of this exoticism <sighs> And it's it just bothered me to no end. So yeah, that's it. I, I don't like it. It's always the mm. woman being the prop, mm. and it's worse that it's a woman of color. But the being thing the is, prop. right? That is probably rooted in some sort of reality. The whole exoticism, exoticizing thing. Yeah, I, I'm sure people who are in interracial marriages, like if you're in the Euro American countries, like a white man or a white woman dating someone of a different color you'd have to break those boundaries like you have to have the racial discussion there is no way for you yeah. not to have the racial discussion i do discussion. love when there is a racial discussion right. right in one of the books um what's it called sinner by sierra simone um the guy is a white guy and the guy is a white guy the guy is white and the and the heroine is black uh-huh. and then they have this um a racial discussion where like she gets discriminated like in his uh during this like fancy party mm. and like she gets discriminated because she's black and he's like, why are they doing that? And then she oh. has to, yeah, she has to explain like, that's my reality. And that's I think so I, gauche. yeah, but well, I like that. And he's like, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. Like, and, and he's like reflecting that, oh, I was probably like that too. Mm. And I like that kind of um, discussion, confrontation, confrontation in a book where like the differences are kind of brought up instead of just like, she's black. But that has nothing to do with anything. Mm. And like it means nothing. And yeah. And usually books. I don't read that many books that have that kind of discussion. So like if for instance it's an interracial coupling. It's just meh. Yeah. There's yeah. no discussion whatsoever. Literally. I, I just read this book. Um, I forgot what it's called. But Naima is the author. I don't forgot. But anyway. Um, I only found out have that. Have at your Goodreads. Okay. Okay, I'll have a look, but keep talking. Oh, it's called Scoring Off the Field by Naima Simone. Okay. Um, I only found out that the heroine is black while they're having sex in a sex scene. And then then he's like describing her skin color. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's a dark skin color. And I'm like, this has never brought on any kind of differences. And I'm just like, what? What? It's like as if her identity as a black woman or like a POC didn't matter at all right. to her identity. And that's just not the reality. But okay, we're 
this what you're talking you're looking at it from a euro-american perspective yeah i guess that's what i've been reading a yeah, lot but, but yeah. um which, which is fine because um the moment you mentioned about the skin color thing i'm brought back to hunger games by suzanne collins okay so uh, did you i did read not it? read it okay so um, i i, I followed the discussion about it though oh you did yeah okay. the skin color um so with the hunger games the main character Whose name is? <laughs> I didn't remember. Ooh, what? What's her name? What's her name? Katniss, right? In I think it might have been in the very last book. I I'm not really sure. Um, she is mentioned as olive skinned, oh, which is interracial, right? I would say, or maybe at worst you're Italian. <laughs> not at, at worst, worst. <laughs> no. At best, at, I don't know. At, at least, at, at least, least you're I guess. Italian. Yeah. No offense to Italians out there. Shout out to our Italians. <laughs> So, um, but throughout the whole, when that was happening, right, a lot of white people were in denial saying that, no, Katniss is a white woman. Mm. Because, and then the movie came out, and then it's Jennifer What's-Her-Face playing. Yeah, I forgot her last name. Yeah, yeah Jennifer What's-Her-Face. Yeah, <laughs> Jennifer What's-Her-Face, who's a white woman with blonde hair, yeah. playing her character, playing Katniss. So, there's also that, that whole whitewashing thing, mm. and, um... With Harry Potter right now, for instance, a lot of people are making fan art saying that Harry is probably Indian or mm. Pakistani Oh, yeah, I descent. saw that. And then um, Hermione is black, apparently. Because it makes sense. If it's Harry Potter is an ang- anglicized name from the Indian or South Asian name, Harry Putar. Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. So, um, and when that happened, like, uh, there's one picture J.K. Rowling liked of someone making a drawing of Hermione black. Mm-hmm. And people are like, it's canon. <laughs> it probably it it's canon in some of the fandom, but not completely. In like some of the canon, but not all of them. Which is the play. Okay. The play. The play is canon. <laughs> yeah, a black Hermione. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But as we, I think I I don't read Harry Potter. Um, but hater. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, J.K. Rowling, just that kind of shoehorns. The diversity and yeah, lately yeah. she's been doing that. She's yeah. been nuts about it. I guess she's reading a lot of I don't know, like Reddit or something. I don't know what the hell she's doing. She needs to stop right now. Which yeah, is, it, so, whatever she's doing is making me hate Harry Potter. Yeah. So what? Me, what to me when you say oh canon? I'm like, which canon? Like the one that's in the books or like no. the ones like she's tweeting about? Not the tweets. The canon, like the play, the written canon, Harry Potter, whatever the name is, something like Harry Potter's children. The Hermione hmm. is black. It is canon that she is black on that, okay. on that one. But not the movies, obviously. <laughs> because, yeah, the movie, it's Emma Watson. Play. Oh, right. I was going to say, Emma, what? what, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, with I don't know what's wrong with J.K. Rowling, maybe, though. Like, I don't want to talk about right, her. Right, right. It's, it's making me very upset in the stomach. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but anyway, diverse books. Why do you think reading diverse book is important? Because it's such a massive genre, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting to me as, like, a, a, a person living in Southeast Asia and, like, but uh, who mainly reads... West white people books. White people books. <laughs> but also books that ha- have, like, characters that, like, mm. wear the, he- like, the headscarf and all that. And I'm like, mm. oh, that's kind of like me. Mm. And I think that's interesting that we're... I don't know demanding for those things yeah it's like good job <laughs> i had it you feel lost it. hashtag scene yeah i felt i feel hashtag scene but also hashtag not very seen because, because it's it's just like one part yeah of my identity and not mm. like the main part of it i you guess your own book girl <laughs> uh, i'm uh, working on it i guess <laughs> yeah i'm i'm trying to read more I tweeted about this about Southeast Asian lit. In that yeah, I saw that. I read so many Southeast Asian lits that are bad, then there are good, and I'm trying to basically open my mind more to finish reading them mm. as opposed to just meh. I don't like this. Just throw it away. Like I will only truly throw away the really really bad ones. Okay. <laughs> like with Love Lies and Indomie, I really really wanted to stop reading, but I was like, I invested eighteen dollars on this. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, that's ex- um. So I just wow, okay. went through it, and halfway through, I kind of ended up really, really liking it. Hmm. Um, but there's a lot of 
when it comes to, I think lah, when it comes to Southeast Asian books, there's a lot of opening your eyes and opening your mind that you need to do. Because it's such, Southeast Asia is such an enclave of cultures and different styles of storytelling, different styles of writing and different styles of talking that's going to be reflected in the books themselves. Mm, Yeah. So, yeah, I I think you just kind of need a lot of patience if you want to read them. I do agree. Singapore lit, I've read so many bad ones. There's so many bad poetry coming from Singapore. I don't get it. (laughs) I don't understand why they need to constantly reflect <laughs> in poetry form. <laughs> but there's also a lot of really good ones from mm. there. So, um, Not Malaysian. poetry, though? Sorry? Not poetry? I'm saying I've read a lot of bad poetry okay. from there, but I've also read a lot of good poetry okay. from there. Like, I don't know. I, keep I don't, trying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess keep trying or d- don't. <laughs> but I've also read a lot of bad lit from there, too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was... Um, I was talking to Harris about this about like who's Harris? Oh, Harris is Harris is my boyfriend. <laughs> that was hard, but anyway, um, he was saying that ma- the way Malays historically ri- wrote wasn't mm. in the long form. Yeah, yeah, it's very always very like fantastical and very much um, um, kind of very very short form and like so we still have that adjustment period mm. where we as um, as a country, our syst- our education system is like based on the British system, yeah. and we're right. used to reading literature from the Western world. But that's the thing, right? Sometimes those kind of writings, where you're adapting it to a, I get, I guess hashtag maybe white. I don't know hashtag white <laughs> to an international audience, yeah. which is predominantly white people. Uh huh. Um, it just doesn't do as well. I do I agree. Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Um, I read this book last year called um, Iban Woman mm-hmm. by Golda Moi. She's an Iban woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she kind of tried writing it in a where it's accessible to people who are not from Sarawak, not from her tribe. Right. And it, it was just some of it was good some of some parts of it were bad but I did give up the book because I think it was bad storytelling okay because it was adapting to people that she I'm not saying people she doesn't know but to an international market yeah 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 that's it right mm. um I guess that's the explaining thing also you can have you feel like you have to explain yeah she didn't explain things well which yeah, is re- because, which is really interesting because she wants to break the international market, which I'm assuming because that's how it felt like I was reading it. Right. But at the same time, like there are these terminologies that she didn't explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I was I was listening to this podcast called I, I listened to Sentimental Garbage, and they were talking about Chimamanda's book. Yeah. Um, called Americana. Yeah. And she doesn't explain, apparently. In I wonder if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But it's like critically acclaimed. Yeah. And like you, you, can you imagine like something like that? She can make it work. Hey, listen. I mean, I mean, no one can be Chiruvan. Honestly, Here, listen. We do that with Songket Alliance too, with yeah, the articles. We, do. we, we do. don't explain the Malay words because we intentionally put them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, it can work. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, it can work. So it's just a matter of like how Google you tell it. the stories, right? Yeah. And like if you, if people can tell with using the context what that word means or like mm. what a term can yeah. mean you know I, I've been trying to plot my own book and that's something that I've been having difficulty with whereas I feel this urge to be like oh wait if I if I say this will people know what it means mm. do I have to explain it but it kind of also just means I'm not setting up setting it up well mm. here's the thing if you're trying to describe Okay, this is going to be the last thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, because we're kind of like, yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> We've been talking for like half an hour. So, um, on this, on Jana's Oh, my God. Yeah. So, if you're describing nasi lemak. Yeah. You're not going to say, a traditional dish that we eat. Yeah. That. <laughs> so, I think what you can do. I know I'm giving you right I was, advice. I was thinking, of, I was thinking about that. Because, like, a lot of, I was, um, I'm incorporating a lot of food in this. And I want to describe the tastes and the flavors no, and the sensations instead. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, you can say, so-and-so is eating nasi lemak, full stop. And then, what that food means to them. Yeah. What that smell is. What 
that taste is reminiscent yeah, of. Exactly, because right? you don't I think it's bad form if it's especially like if it's in novel form saying that, oh I'm reading I'm I'm eating rendang and then like You're it's like, meat drenched in sauce. It's not fucking Wikipedia guys. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's the thing, like bring up the sensation I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a challenge I would say if to to mm-hmm. market it towards a bigger a wider audience than a whiter audience. Oh my god! <laughs> whiter audience. Anyway, I guess. moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Welcome to question time, where we ask questions to each other. <laughs> okay. Um, I can ask first. Sure. I don't. I, I, you can not, think. Not <laughs> you can think while you answer. Sure. I guess. Uh, my question to you is: Why do you read? I'm bored. <laughs> I don't have friends. I have friends, but I'm yeah. bored. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just really like doing it. Actually, I don't know. Like, what do books? What What does re- reading do uh, to you? But that's you? the thing, right? I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because I can have all these arguments saying that it makes you a better and open person. Blah 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 blah. blah. Here. Or the same thing at the same time, right? I can watch a movie and documentary and be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think here's what it is. I just realized this recently because I was talking to Rauda about this. I think reading helps me with my autism mm. in that I'm a very fidgety person. Okay. Um, so it helps me focus at least for 10 minutes. Okay. Nice. Okay. <laughs> that, that's an acceptable. Of course, it's acceptable. But also, I really, I much prefer reading than. Movies. What is it about movies? Actually, I don't know. I, d- I, I d- like movies too. I watched Thirteen Going on Thirty yesterday for the first time. For the first time. Yeah, yeah that was cheesy ass ending. But anyway. Oh my god, you're right. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mark Ruffalo is cute, but. But yeah. But yeah um, okay. I don't know why I prefer reading over. I think because. It's just become a habitual thing for me, and it's not a habit. That I feel like I can break easily. Weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. I'm like, uh-huh. it's a habit for me too, but I don't know why. I don't have other hobbies. I have a lot of other hobbies. Yeah. And so I'm just you should like, stop reading. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> reading is where the bulk of my money goes. Yeah. So same. far, yeah. I feel I I definitely agree. But yeah, I don't know. I just prefer reading because I don't know. It's just not flashy. I don't know. This question is hard. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Can't answer anymore. All right, but do you have a question? Um, how do you read? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. What genre would you want to get into? If I take romance away from you, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, was it supposed to be an existential crisis? <laughs> I guess I would read, I guess, thriller. Because <laughs> it's like the closest thing to romance, Ow. I would say. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I really love romantic suspense where it's like thriller and mm-hmm. romance in one. Mm. I guess if you take out... You don't the- get romance at all. That sucks. <laughs> Why the fuck would you... Wait, no, fantasy lah. I mean, like, I, I read that a lot anyway. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fantasy is fine. Okay, okay we'll move on to our, to our um, book club then. <laughs> we never have... We don't really have an introduction to this section. Um, I had some thoughts about it, but at this very moment, I've forgotten what they were. <laughs> Uh, we don't like book clubs, and uh, why are we doing this? Oh, because we can. <laughs> so, what's our book club book? So, our book club book for I'm like April is <laughs> I'm gritting my teeth right yeah. now. <laughs> A Princess in Theory by Alyssa Cole. Okay, let's. Bitch, wow. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Bitch to me, <laughs> me to me. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this book wait yeah did you finish it uh, I did not finish it because I, Boosh. <laughs> I don't know yeah but it's I fine. did rate it I read 80% of it good enough and then I'm honestly. like 
I can't do this anymore. I yeah. feel like I've tolerated 70% of this book. Lord, I have just, I just skimmed the majority of it. And I'm just like, what? It just, what, what is this? <laughs> Were you like, I regret everything? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what? This is bad. Here's the thing. It's 3.84 on a Goodreads rating. Yeah. 2.84 stars. Exactly. It's yeah. 3.84. I don't trust rating until it's 4 some, point something. I don't trust romance okay. books ratings anyway. Let's talk about the the plot. The book. The yeah, bo- the okay, so the plot of the book is basically um, we have Nelady, who is a what is she a pathologist? She's a grad student. She's a grad student studying like diseases. She's in STEM science. Science. She's in. Si- she's a scientist, y'all. E medicine. She's pretty cool. Technology. What's science technology? G. Engineering, engineering, <laughs> math. That's why we're not. In STEM. We're not STEM <laughs> dummies. But anyway, yeah, she's a grad student in STEM. Um, she grew up in a foster care, I would say. Yeah, in a foster care system. She doesn't know her parents. She doesn't know who her parents are, and she keeps getting these spam. Oh, what she thought was spam emails from this country called the Solo. And mm. is it called the Solo? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, saying that, like, we found you and, like, we will forgive your parents for their mistakes. But apparently their her parents ran away from the country, uh, fled to America. And they got into a car accident and they died. Here we go. <laughs> and then, basically, the emails are like, you have a hand in marriage with the prince. Yep. Who is called Thabiso. Great name. Okay, a few things since I didn't finish the book. Right. First of all. What did her parents do? Because what the hell? Why did it take more than 80% for you know, them to resolve that? They literally don't even say what the fuck. Serious? They, it was basically like like uh, two, two, three lines about it. Um, so apparently her uncle, the finance minister, uh-huh. is like a bad guy. We all knew that. I Felt guess. like it. Yeah. <clears throat> so they found a letter, they said, in that tiny, tiny ass paragraph. They said, the letter said that... Um, her her mom or her dad was like, oh, he's gonna kill us. But they don't say why. He's gonna kill who? Um, who is he? He is the uncle. The, the uncle. Uh-huh. He's gonna kill us. So they flee because so of So they that. flee. But they don't say why they're mm. gonna get killed. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the heck is this? Because, okay, you know, okay. Um, 70, maybe 60% of the book is set in America. Yeah. Which is where Naledi and the so meet each other and fall, in, fall love. in love, quote unquote. Quote unquote. And then um, this whole mystery. I think the only reason why I ate it, I read it until eighty percent, was because I wanted to know what her parents did, because yeah. I felt like that was a mystery that could have been solved in the first fifty percent of the book. Freaking yes. Because the mystery kept going on and on and on, and there were no answers. And then like more mysteries come in. More new characters. You know what come pissed in. me off? What? Naledi didn't question anything. She was like, she didn't ask what her parents no. did. Yeah. She just like, okay. This happened. This happened. And she's like, okay, okay. Yeah. So did it, I don't know if you've gone to this part where they have like a ceremony, and then it turns out she's like, what's going on? And then someone else is like, oh, now you're officially engaged. And she's like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is Listen. This? That's where I stopped reading. <laughs> I, 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 re- I really wanted to throw my phone. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? How can, one, nobody fucking tell you that this is your freaking engagement ceremony. Two, how can Tamiso do this to you? This is the man who loves you? Excuse okay. me? Let's talk, let's talk about let's, the book from the beginning. Uh, the reason why I couldn't get into this, because I told you to pick a romance because I want to get into more romance. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I cannot vet Obviously, I can't really vet. Of course, it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's fine. Like, I, f- I forgive you. Like, <laughs> you know, you make mistakes, but I still think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so with this book, the reason why I couldn't get into it was because this whole idea that they f- Im- they see each other, but they don't know what the pull is. And they keep making mistakes towards There's each other. There's a term for this. What? Um, for Bitch? This kind of, no, they're called faded mates. And they're where you're okay. like, inexplicably... Inex- Applicably, uh-huh. um, tied together, and you're like drawn towards each other for some reason that you can't understand. Right? They're called faded mates, where you have no control over it. But here's the thing: I don't with like them, it. right? It's not well written. Exactly. Because like, there's nothing that they're doing to each other that is 
if I was in her position, I'd be like, no. Right? Because first exactly. of all, like, he saw her. He lied to her about his identity, which I felt like, yeah, I'm going to be super into this. I right? was not. Because Same. he instantly moved in next to her and started stalking her. I know. Which is like, which I'm, I, I don't know. And then like, it I was reading me. the reviews. I was like, oh, this bothers me, but it's still really good. I'm like, no, it wasn't. This is <laughs> I not yeah, I didn't like excusable. It. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh God, the, the finger banging scene uh-huh. on the couch where she's Vanilla. like crying out. Boring. Crying out the, the Jamal, who's like the snow, the, the which guy. Which is the, the fake name. Yeah. That Tobiso gets. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Tobiso, you think this is fine? No, yeah. it's not. He's like, I'm bothered by it, but it's fine. Just like, <laughs> oh. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then Naledi doesn't really bring it up. Yeah. After she finds out Because she Tobiso. keeps saying like, oh, I still feel a pull for him. I'm like, oh, why? This is so wrong. Right? Why do you feel this pull? I need my fuck. Look, I love fucking romance. I love love. I love, I, I love love girl. and like I want people to to not like necessarily list down why the fuck they love somebody but mm. at least I understand why they belong together yeah right like yes. are they complimentary no <laughs> what, what no, do they do right. for each other These nothing two are, I feel like they're not complimentary to each other at they're all they're not because, okay the first half of the book I feel like Naledi is a really good and appealing character her when she was in the US I think she's really well fleshed out in that she's a very strong character. Right. And she knows what she wants. But then when you start moving her to Tobiso... To Solo. She, to so- <laughs> well, about the same. They, they fuck, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't finish that part of the book. But yeah, when she moved, she lost all of that. She literally just got dragged around. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck yeah. happened to fucking the That's lady? the only re- reason why I read the first half of the book because she was such for me like I think she was a good character I really like, liked her yeah but if you like if you introduced me to her I'd be completely annoyed by her yeah <laughs> because she's super into STEM Brabis. she has a she has a bag that's like apa, an embryo shape I'm like that's too much she's for me girl too much yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I get she's you she's super into it but at the same time like but the whole thing when she moved to that different country, I just don't understand what happened to her. Look, I just, I don't understand why she doesn't ask questions. She's in fucking yeah. STEM, right? She was asking questions a lot in the first half. <laughs> She's in fucking STEM. Yeah. But she doesn't look the fuck around. <laughs> That's my, my issue with it. Like, hello. <laughs> if you're committed to the scientific method, yeah. fucking observe. <laughs> like, it pisses me off. She's like, Oh, I, she's at the airport and she gets like escorted to the like special VVVIP yeah, yeah, yeah. lounge. And she's like, what's going on? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? You didn't bother to find out beforehand? How dim is this person? And I'm like, this person is supposed to be like super fucking smart. Yeah. She was like taking names in the in the lab like earlier on. Yeah. And then she's just back to like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> What the fuck, Lady? What the fuck? Okay, um, her side. <laughs> How about Prince Tabiso? I find him everything about him. About, here, I think this is part of the reason why I didn't really like this book too, because it's about royalty. Yeah. And like, if you give me books about royalty, I just wouldn't care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, that's why if you give me YA that's about royalty, I'd just be bored by it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really read YA with royalty, I think. I think. Uh, there's one book that you asked me recently um, by Rene Adie. Ah, oh, is that is that the one? Wrath and the Dawn, I think. Yeah, oh, that, that one. Is... But that one's the the retelling of like a thousand one nights in it. Yeah, yeah. But that one, I think it's good. I guess I don't know. I don't remember. I think you gave it four, four or five. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty damn high for you. I, guess, I don't know. <laughs> okay, but yeah, with his Tabiso's character, I just find him so boring. Fucking Tabiso. He's not that smart. He's a prince, and he. I don't trust people of authority who's like, my people are in my best interest, but at the same time, they're still living lavish lives. Yeah. I just don't trust that. And like, I think my skepticism really got in the way of reading this book. That didn't bother me, but... Oh, what bothered you? <laughs> so many things. <laughs> okay, the past... Um, 10 minutes we've been having discussion about this book, you've been throwing your head around a lot. <laughs> Yeah, this is how much... <clears throat> usually I would, like, literally just 
drop this book. Mm-hmm. Never mention it ever fucking again. Forget <laughs> it for my life. But since I had to finish it, and I'm like, fuck, now I gotta know how the fuck they work out how they live together. And yeah, tell me how it ends. <clears throat> so basically how it ends is that the visa's just gonna move to New York. Oh god, that's and I'm like, I figured that was gonna happen. And then she, and then he's like, "Well, there are lots of princely things that need to be done. That needs to be done in New York." And I'm like, "Bitch, like what? What the fuck is this? <laughs> you were seriously supposed to be in New York for like a week or something, and now you're just here forever? That's princely. What about your fucking country? Uh-huh. Like, where are your fucking duties?" And he was like, "Oh, my country, my country." And he's suddenly like, moving to another country. <laughs> I don't get it. And then the lady's just like, oh, "Okay, that's nice. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> fuck off." I hate this. I hate this so much. But you gave it three stars, right? Four? I, I gave it three. Okay, I gave it two. I'm actually going to change this to one. <laughs> After having this discussion. I think I will change it change, Officially change to one star. When I, when I had that own, like, when I was just, like, mulling it over by myself, I was like, I guess it's okay. It's not the worst thing I've read. It's and then the you talked to me. Yeah, and then I talked to you. <laughs> and like... it, it just, like, everything just, like... It's one of the worst that I've read. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's one of the worst books I read. I just really, really didn't like it. I think the characters were so inconsistent. I, I think characters can grow and change. But there was no growth. It was her going back to her primitive years. It was so and fucking weird. Tobizo was just so boring throughout the whole thing. Like, there was nothing about him that's appealing to me. Other than he's good looking. Yeah. The time, like whatever like the country that they're go- he's in charge of i thought i was like this is wakanda right <laughs> you know when they <laughs> when we they were like, like stupider people <laughs> they didn't i thought that you know when you move to when you're shown to a different country uh-huh. in a book right and it's always like amazing and you're like yeah. wow but this and i'm like what there were no description it was snowing that's it. and i'm like what the fuck is going on and the lady fucking wears like a jeans and t-shirt yeah Nobody fucking tells her that there's, like, a fucking, like, parade going on. Yep. How fucking irresponsible of Tabiso, <laughs> who's, like, who's supposed to have her best interests at heart. He's like, I want the best for the lady. I want her to do this. I want her to do that. But he doesn't give her the tools to make her own damn decisions. Yeah. And the lady doesn't fucking question anything. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> I'm so glad this happened, though. This is a learning experience, I think. I don't know what the learning experience is. Head in hands, you guys. But it is a learning experience. I wouldn't say that. I think... Um, you wouldn't say it's a learning experience? I wouldn't experience. say it's a learning experience. Okay, because I do, okay. I do experience this with a lot of romance novels. That it's very hard for me to find. I'm like, so glad that you're venting out, like, years of your frustration. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 this has happened a lot. It's okay. just that now it's recorded. <laughs> for the world Okay, but I do appreciate this, though, about the book. Um, Oh, great. I deleted it. (laughs) From Kobo? (laughs) No, from from my notes, yeah. (laughs) I do appreciate this about the book, in that the pan-African experience is written. Yes, I do like that, but I wish there were more of it. Yeah. Because... Like, come on, give me something, like... It lacks depth, I think. Yeah, because like she does mention the Pan African experience, the experience of being a black man in New York, mm. walking alone and stuff like that. But it didn't really go into depth about it. It just kind of it was written in a way that people would assume like, like she the writer assumes that people know what she meant. Yeah. When it comes to the Pan African experience or. But that's the thing, right? I was looking at the reviews. A majority of the people reviewing good reviews are white women. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I asked you, do you think people are giving this four or five stars because it's white guilt? It, it probably is, honestly. And I don't know. It, this because, this okay. author has, like, a lot of mm. um, acclaim. Like, she's very... The author is very popular amongst romance mm-hmm. novel authors who are, like, the main... Um, I would say the the bigger authors are white people are white people are white mm. women and they're always like oh this is a coal this is a coal but like mm. come on <laughs> you know that's really interesting because <clears throat> before this I used <clears throat> to follow a lot of a lot of white writers yeah and they would recommend these POC writers that are not necessarily great or anything like that and then I start following POC writers who are friends with POC writers and I like that second alternative more right I I 
I've started doing that too. Actually. Because I wonder if like these white writers, like, I'm not accusing them of any of anything. I wonder if it's just tokenism to them, like promoting POC because they're POC. Yeah, and like that's like... the only book that I've read I got for free, which is probably the case. Like they probably oh, did definitely. get the book for free, and I'm sure like any woman of color writers are not having it easy when it comes to publication. Mm, yeah, definitely. Like, I understand that. So I wonder if this is the case of what's happening right now. Because I, I... Like, the moment I told you I stopped reading the book last week... Yeah. I went through the reviews. And a lot of people... A lot of the reviews were... Like, four or five stars. But the gripe that we're having... This discussion that we're right. having... Are stuff they mentioned in those reviews. The fuck, man? Like, I get it if you put it a three star. Yeah. But I don't get it if you give it a five star. Exactly. They're like... Yeah. N- the lady is a very d- so-and-so character but i really like this book F- i really thought it was gonna be sexier it was not it was not <laughs> it y'all was so it yawn. was not yeah i i was disappointed as hell i mean as far as sex scenes go like i probably read like 10 sex scenes a day <laughs> <laughs> statistic she's so proud of it too look at her i face. don't care <laughs> um this is like one of the milder it was. ones. I was bored. And I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> you you sold it to me. It was like, it's going to be 40 pages of sexy. And I'm like, that's the only thing I'm going to read. And then, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I listened to one of the podcasts. I can't remember which one it was mm-hmm. about this book. Right. Um, and no, they mentioned this book. And they were like, it was so hot and so sexy. There were it so many not. sexy. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I have been was cheated. Was it the only sexy scene though? There were, because, okay, the finger banging was the really, finger really banging. so like kind of detailed but not really and then they had sex and that wasn't as detailed i felt no that's it is that it um they had sex another time <laughs> in the cave oh in a cave in a cave <laughs> maybe that's what they thought was hot yeah, they 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 were stranded like in the snow it was a snowstorm oh. they got stranded i don't think that's something you want to do with a snowstorm and i'm like they're, they're having sex in like uh the cave floor and oh. i'm like his, I, he's on his back and I'm just like Gila suck it block on you <laughs> I just keep thinking that okay, his back must be like in such pain right now <laughs> okay yeah so it just like took me out took me out of the moment and I'm just like nope it's a no skip I don't really skim sex scenes and I'm just like but I this, skipped it and I'm just like nope <laughs> it was boring it was boring the yeah. second one was like meh I don't care it wasn't hot it wasn't like emotionally like Engaging and engaging. You're just like, what's the point of this? Their issues aren't solved at all. Yeah, it's really weird that it kind of relied a lot on the their feeling that was not described properly. Can you put your head up? Fuck their feelings. <laughs> okay, we're. Uh, that's it. That's it. Okay. Anyway. Are you are you happy now <laughs> that you vented it all out? I am actually. I feel lighter. Okay. You know. I feel taller. <laughs> all, all the burden of the world gone from your shoulder. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So, tell us what May... Oh, wait. Oh, is it May? Yeah, May's book. <laughs> May? No. Fuck! Wait, here's the thing. Our next book is called Eat Up, Food, Appetite, and Eating What You Want by Ruby Tando. She oh, is one of the former contestants for the Great British Bake Off. She's, like, one of my favorite contestants in that a lot of people hated her. I really <laughs> loved her. She was very emotional. She was oh. a perfectionist and she was emotional. And a lot of people were like, she's too emotional. But she's like, I'm a woman. I'm allowed to be a perfectionist. Right. and want to win. So I really, really love her. Um, so that's eat up, food, appetite, and eating what you want. Now, what month is this book for? So apparently I was mistaken. This is not uh, A Princess in Theory is not April's book no, club. It's, it's a- May's yeah. book club. My bad. It's May. It's a maid now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Eat Up by Ruby Tando is going to be our July and June book club. Okay. Why did you say July first? I don't know. Because <laughs> we're going to record in July. <laughs> Are we? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're taking June off because I'm moving to Australia. So, um, yeah, we're going to record once we... Once we, once you, once you get some. Oh no, my best friend just sent me a picture of him and my other best friend. He just threw me off. <laughs> nice. That, that's my reply to them. Nice. Um, yeah, once I'm settled there. Okay, yeah. yeah so you're going to read a lot of books in the next two months. I'm probably going to read like a hundred books by then. Just like, watch out. You save your money. Yeah, yep. So the recording for the next podcast is going to be very different than this one the quality is going to be very different hopefully it's okay (laughs) yeah i mean 
you're gonna do with your own technical stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Like, I have to find a space as well and see if it if it works. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Oh wait. Um. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Not good. Always <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Book Club Haters. No. Book Club Haters. Is that? <laughs> It is. I think it is. Okay, follow us on Twitter at Book Club Haters. That's it. Follow us. um, Follow. (laughs) Oh my god, this is so hard. Podcasting is so hard, guys. (laughs) Also, follow um, our parent company. (laughs) Run by us also. Run by us also. We're the children and the parents. (laughs) At Sunkit Alliance. Um, our website songkitalliance.com Bye! Keep on reading on!